On today's episode of Fly me to the moon and let me play among the stars. They night in the bar, driving me insane the way you play with my heart. I can never say no. Living it up at the hotel, California. Like some things, obviously, like my friends and my family. Well, my parents are in Kuwait, but so no, there's like it's just different vibes. Fair enough. Like fair Lebanon enough. is a vibe, Norway is a vibe. What, yeah. what type of vibes? <laughs> <laughs> Please indulge us. <laughs> what type of vibes? Are well, it's okay, you can be as critical as you want. It's not a well, Lebanon, it's just like friends' vibe, you know, like cruising, going with friends, uh, chilling, listening to music. Moira is also like more work because I record and I have studio sessions there. And my manager is Norwegian. That's why like I go to Norway. How did you get in contact? Like, how did you and your manager meet? Uh, okay, so I knew this uh, Norwegian girl. We were uh, internet best friends. And her uh, girlfriend, uh, no, no, her, her best friend, her best friend was uh, uh, in a relationship with him. And he was managing someone at the time. And she told him about me, like, because I was friends with all of her friends. And she told him about me. And he followed me on Instagram. I followed him back. And we kind of started talking. I was like, yo, come to Norway. Let's work. Yeah, fuck (laughs) it. Why not? (laughs) And I just, like, a couple of weeks later, I just uh, went. And we started, like, making music, recording, going to studios, meeting producers. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's really dope. You nice. have to have a lot of trust to do that, huh? To just say, yeah, I'm going to Norway, fuck it. Honestly, like, uh, at the time, I just, like, uh, stopped going to university. So You like, were studying I, here, right? Eh, yeah, I was in NDU. Mm-hmm. I was doing music mediology, but, uh, like, uh, I was in the dorm and stuff, and I didn't like it. And uh, so I just ended up, like, stopping. I, I stopped going to university. And I was like, okay, yeah, fuck it. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll go to Norway. Norway is a beautiful country. Yes, yeah. it is. Oslo? Oslo, yeah, Oslo, yeah. How did your parents take it, though? Like, you, I'm sure because every... But you, you you have your Ukrainian side, but I guess the Lebanese side, were they a bit worried when you want to drop out of school and uni and go to Norway at such a young age? <laughs> well, once I finished school, my, uh, my, my dad especially, he was like... Uh, he's always been supportive, and especially my mom, but, like, he was, like, just more chill about it. And he knew, like, uh, no, I, I wasn't happy in university, so I just went to Kuwait, and then I started talking to my manager at the time, and I told him about the story, and then I went back to Lebanon, and then to Norway. Nice. So, like, the the this manager, did he sign you? Are you signed to a label? Are you? Yeah, I'm currently signed to a Swedish label. Nice. We've been like, uh, I've been contacted by. A bunch of labels. Mm. I've been to London, mm. visiting diff- different labels and stuff. And now I'm signed to a label in Sweden. And I should visit there sometime soon. Uh, like I, I usually have like st- studio sessions like, but, uh, because of Corona. Yeah, yeah the world has Everything stopped. has slowed down. The world has stopped. And that process of like signing to a label, because I always hear stories about artists being contacted by so many labels and stuff. But I always ask myself like, what for an artist what makes the perfect label like what makes you so comfortable in the sense that i want to choose this one well yeah so of course there's like 
labels always trying to fuck or artists over. Exactly. Especially me, like I'm yeah. old, mom. Especially when you're young. Yeah, like when I was still in university and I was really desperate, like for like any opportunity of music, I wanted to go to the U.S. And I was that was uh, for, like I like blowing up on um, social media, like YouTube. I posted a cover, it got like 100k in a week, and I got contacted by this label. <coughs> we started talking back and forth, and they wanted to sign me. And they sent me a contract. I there I read through it, but like, not if it really. I was like, okay, whatever. What's all this corporate like, shit? I, <laughs> like, in the, I didn't really understand the music business. Mm. I just like. I, I saw it as an opportunity to get to I get made out it. of Lebanon. To get the fuck out, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, I made it, it as, to a certain... It's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, they told me like, yeah, apply for a visa. You come with your parents or whoever you want. We meet you here. We talk about it. And then like you sign so you can meet us first. And then uh, I apply for a visa in Lebanon the first time. And it gets denied. <laughs> really? Yes. It did? Oh, why am I so Shocked. surprised? So then after I, that was, I was still in Lebanon. After I moved out of Lebanon, not moved out, like I went, I left university and then I went to Kuwait with my parents to just like sit with them. Uh, I applied for <laughs> another visa. I go with my mom. My mom gets uh, accepted <laughs> and I get denied again. <laughs> what? Like we're, we're together. Who should she's going to for you? Well, she was like, I'm leaving. Fuck off. <laughs> You're on your own. No, but like, I don't know. Like, it was just weird. And then I was like, okay, I was like losing hope. I was like, fuck my life. I'm not like, going to get this I'm, fucking visa. I'm never like uh, never making out, it. Yeah. And then, then. I get in contact with my manager and all of this shit happens and I stop like uh, talking to the label because like what's the point if I can't make it to the US and then when I go to Norway and we start talking and I like show my contract to the manager he's like this is shit like you, <laughs> you were gonna become like a slave basically they were gonna fuck you they were gonna fuck you over big time no no yeah. the contract yeah. is blatant like they use words to confuse yeah, you yeah, I, like, mm. what, what are these words what are these words yeah, like, how, well, how like, do you have it? masters like yeah. i wouldn't own any of yeah. my masters all right i didn't have an advancement i didn't have anything like just i had like so, multiple projects so basically the risk for you is all the way up here the, the risk for you is all the way up here and the risk for them is like oh we're just gonna take yeah, our yeah. chance with this yeah, other yeah, guy yeah. and if he doesn't work we'll go to z and yeah. if z doesn't work we'll go to y exactly. and they just make more money and you get fucked over so yeah uh, I kind of dodged the bullet so, there. Yeah. So music labels are evil, essentially. So, <laughs> see, bro, I always believe that everything labels. happens for like, a yeah, reason. Exactly. That everything was the first time when I was like, okay, maybe the universe is giving yeah. me a sign. At the time, you're thinking, oh my God, I'm fucked. Like, I'm not getting yeah, this I was, visa. Yeah, I was really sad about it. But then I mean, now you look at it like a few years later and you're like, you're in the best position you could be possibly. Yeah, yeah. And how important was, because I find it amazing that you can, and maybe this, maybe I'm simplifying it. I don't know but you can upload a series of covers onto YouTube, onto social media, if you're talented enough. And that can get you traction to get signed by a label. Because if you told this to somebody trying to make it in the 80s or in the 70s, they would have told you like such a thing exists. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like that's that's insane. You can go up and upload and, and you know, have labels try to track you down. Well, now it's just because there's internet available for everyone. And I'm pretty sure at the time there was there were probably like a lot of musicians and singers that yeah, couldn't make it. Like there was just like not a couple, but no, mm. like like Michael Jackson, Nirvana, like 
yeah, but only most of them like like, like like for like yeah for example like michael jackson is like very all, specific all ones, idols, you know? yeah hey, but so at the time you would get scouted you get live gigs you, know? you do live no, gigs yeah because you would play and in bars and whatever then a label sends a scout to go look for talent he likes you as a talent he calls you you get signed blah 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 now no but you now just browse the internet, the internet. Like the like scout, it's the same but you browse it and the, sc- like the scouts no, itself yes. instead like of going to the bus yeah, hundreds of options with different uh, hundreds like of thousands of yeah. options at my bed duck the scouts <laughs> instead of going to a bar now just open youtube or open social media well that's how justin bieber was found yeah yeah that's he, that's uh like justin basically like inspired me he to, did that yeah he did uh, that. inspired me to start my own channel okay nice pick up the guitar and start so singing. like you're the lebanese justin bieber then <laughs> I, I wouldn't say that like i, w- I don't want to say you like, want to be humble right now <laughs> like i'm moral yeah Fair you're enough. your own person yeah so justin bieber was like your biggest influence yeah justin bieber the weekend nirvana awesome by the type of music that you do i can tell there's that vibe in yeah it. i have you some know, like, like that new age <laughs> r&b popish kind of thing yeah it's cool yeah but you don't stick exclusively to like no, r&b no, music no. you I kind of like go you play everything right yeah i play all types of songs and i have different like types of songs like i have some r&b and rock they're still like not released but once they're out like people will know so how are you working on an album i guess ep uh, i'm i'm working on an ep all right how I many think? tracks I'm not sure, yeah, but it's okay. over six tracks for good, sure. Good. And I'm planning on releasing it maybe 2021, hopefully. I feel like the coolest thing in the world is to say, I'm working on an EP. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like that'll get you laid instantly. Yeah. You're just like, yeah. I'm working on an EP. So <laughs> if you want to slide into my DMs. How does it feel, by the way? Because like, like we were looking at your some of your YouTube videos, and then I remember we were just going through the comments, and everybody's like, oh my God. Uh, you're so hot and I don't know what how does it feel to have like so many girls like hey, just by the way you're a sex symbol yeah yeah <laughs> you, you're, you're like a sex symbol you and Noor Hajar are the biggest <laughs> sex symbols Noor <laughs> 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 Hajar by the way if you're watching I love you I'm just for comedic <laughs> effect uh, Noor Hajar is this uh, comedian we interviewed a hilarious guy a really funny guy no that was just a joke to Noor um, but yeah no going back to what Todd has said like because we did, to do our research, scroll through some comments. Yeah. And people fucking objectify Bro, you, man. They even like, certain guys are like, like man, I'm yeah. thinking about my sexuality yeah. right now. Yeah. <laughs> guys are like, five yeah. minutes ago, I was not homosexual, but now <laughs> I'm... Uh, so th- does it annoy you that people, like, have all these comments and kind of objectify no, or is no, it just no, like, not whatever? No, not at all. I think, okay. like, it's all, like, at the end of the day, it's just positive. I try, like, I don't know how to say it, but uh, no. Like, I look at them... I accept the fact that they're there and like <laughs> I'm like this is nice but I try not to like let it get to me I don't want like all this positive uh, f- feedback like too much positive feedba- feedback to give me like some sort of ego so I try to stay like just humble and wise man we were we had a, we had the guest uh, a few few days ago we were talking about this concept of ego and like how especially when you become famous in any domain that you work in like it's so hard to stay grounded and like hearing especially because you're young and the fact that you're young and you're thinking this way because so many people would want to be in your position right now and they'd be like oh yes i'm in this position start look, becoming full of themselves the fact that you're grounded that says a lot about you man it honestly does <laughs> and because uh, I wanted to know Tari will alcohol inside like I wanted to ask are you seeing anyone or uh, are you free no because I wanted to know was this something that you you always knew you were going to be a musician or when you were a kid did you want to be a pilot or something 
Actually, I wanted to become to be a, pilot? a pilot or an astronaut. No, Fuck off. I, I got it right off of the first guess. Yeah. Shit. Well, I wanted to be an astronaut. I was also, uh, I used to play football. Okay. okay. So, so part time, pilot, astronaut, live football. Mm. That was the dream. So multi talented. <laughs> what age were you like, no, I'm going to do music? I used to like, I've been singing my entire life. No, not I didn't never took it like like seriously, but I have like videos of me singing in the bathtub when I was like two, <laughs> singing like some Russian songs and stuff. <laughs> As my one does when they're two in the bathroom, yeah. yeah singing some and Russian when your song, mom is yeah. Ukrainian, so yeah, of course, yeah. So uh, yeah, and then I went to music school, and when I was like ten or nine, I'm not sure. My mom like she didn't force me; like she pushed me to it, and I'm like grateful that she did. Because I don't think I would be here like mm. without it. And I had to wake up like on Saturdays in the morning. And I was like, no, I don't want to go with the show. But it, like, it paid off. That's good how supportive. Because that's, that's the, that post-Soviet yeah. discipline. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Post-USSR. <laughs> yeah. yeah. For sure. For sure. No, for sure. No, He's because telling you with a straight face. No, yeah. that, no I mean, that's, that's a blessing. I mean, I, I'm, I don't know. To be honest, I don't know many kids here who've tried to go into music. But I can imagine. <clears throat> Hi Joe, it's not always it's not, it's not always about you, okay? Yeah. We uploaded two videos of you singing to Instagram. I'm with now you we're moving day. on. You don't know too many kids. I think one video. One video. One video. Well, now it's I yeah. fucking went viral, by the way. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, thanks, Joe. And uh, no, because I'm saying this, having that support from your family, it's interesting that you said if you didn't have that, you would have maybe just said, "No, I'm doing something else." Not necessarily, but I don't think I would have the same like uh, drive. Yeah, and also like uh, skills, I, w- I would say, that I have now. Maybe I would have picked something else if I didn't have piano. Maybe I would have never gotten into gu- the guitar muscle. Maybe you'd have been an astronaut. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't that smart in school. But I, I wish, I wish maybe in another like another universe life. or something. In, in, in another Al- alternate uh, universe. In an alternate universe. Oh. It will get on to alternate universe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. Obviously, like a simp, I went on YouTube to study you and I was just like <laughs> trying to look through every single video and everything. And you have uh, like 750K YouTube subscribers. Yes. It's a huge amount. Yeah. Are you, uh, not to be, you know, nosy, but are you monetizing off of YouTube? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Good. You want to be stupid <laughs> if you weren't. You want to you cut us in? Because <laughs> shit. I mean, covers usually don't get that much because uh, it's like a, it's a cover. Mm. So usually, like art, like the original singer or like the label that owns it takes. Uh, oh really? I didn't know that part of it. So yeah, and like most of the videos are under our covers ten, uh, and under ten minutes mm. as well. So you don't really get to make. I mean, it's good, of course. Like I'm grateful, but uh, no. It's not, like, it's not like yeah. Jake Paul or like. That's fresh dollar, hey, fresh dollar. <laughs> fresh dollar, yeah, yeah. Is there a favorite cover, or is there is there that one cover that you're like, oh fuck, look how much traction this is getting. Maybe there's something to this. I think it's the Spanish one. Really? I have a Spanish cover. It's called Tuyo. Yeah, the Narcos uh, song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't see. That I don't one. know why, but I love Narcos, and uh, it's a great show. Good show. Also, that summer was a really good summer, so I just. I think that's my favorite cover of mine that mm. I've done. Did it get a lot of traction on? on <laughs> At first, no, but suddenly, like a year later, it's just it blew up. It blew up suddenly. What was the moment where, like, what was the moment that you blew up? Like, what, like, uh, when you realized, fuck. A little peep and XXX Tentacion. The Joe, those are your favorite artists, no? I fucking love XX, by the way. <laughs> RPX. RPX. Yeah. 
Yeah. No, uh, I just like to fuck with him because he's very classical. No, he's not classical. No, no, like not classical. No, you're classical. Ryan, Ryan just, over sells you're classical. Like even Joe listens to hip hop, bro, but he just doesn't listen to Drake. Yeah, he listens to like Run DMC. No, he listens to Kendrick. No, I listen Joe. to good music. Okay, well, fair <laughs> enough. Anyway, yeah. No, you were saying. But yeah, they uh, like after they both died, obviously they dropped a song, and I covered it the same day it was released. Mm-hmm. I was still in N- NDU, by the way. I rec- I recorded it in my dorm. And then uh, <coughs> it blew up, like, within the first week, like, 100K. And I started, get- started getting followers. Uh, so, yeah, that was, like, the first cover. And then Billie Eilish covers. And then The Creep cover. How did you react to that when you started blowing up? Honestly, I was, like, I, I-, I never expected it. Yeah. Because at, uh, at that point, I was like kind of not giving up, but uh, it gave me a lot of motivation to start posting more covers. Like, I was like, like wow, people actually love this. Uh, I want to like keep on doing this. So, yeah, I'm just like happy that it uh, all mm. happened. And you went from making covers in dorm rooms and bedrooms, and now you've, you know, you've released your a single. Yeah. And uh, what was the process of that? Like, did you write? Are you the type of artist that you, you write your own shit, you produce your own shit, or do you have people? Well, well when I first started like started writing, yeah, I w- it was just me in my room writing songs on my guitar or the piano. But my first single, Carsick, uh, it's produced by Carl Falk. He's like he's a great producer, and also uh, they've helped me write write the song Carsick. Uh, Carl Falk and Albin Nadler. They're in, also in Sweden. They're Swedish. So yeah, did uh, you record it there? Yeah, I recorded nice. it in Stockholm. We listened to it. It's a good song, man. It's very, it's, I, it's, I, it's very um, radio friendly. Like I can see yeah. it on the radio when you're in the car and having a good time. And Feeling I wanting maybe car sick. <laughs> Are you doing this because of the last name joke <laughs> yes. I did on the last exactly. episode? Exactly. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, exactly. So because I don't know, this is just my perception. I'm not a musical guy. Your sound is quite. Uh, pop it's quite you know billboard top 100 chart type of thing ryan is there yes is there a certain career you'd like to have like if you look at one famous person you're like fuck i want to have their career i mean there's multiple artists that so not just one person i want to have their there's like justin bieber the weekend nirvana like but they're also like all different yeah different eras as well so like i still haven't found my own sound yet i want to do like exactly different genres put some lebanese in there bro bro yeah, have joe sure. play the oud on your next one <laughs> no no for sure for sure like I'm yeah definitely gonna represent my culture in nice. some way what type of things can you because because the musical culture here is good but i don't know how you export that like what type instruments. of instruments it's just pure or choice. you can use Choose a sample mm. or yeah. have some artist be featured like, i don't know like yeah you can there's not one out. way there are many ways i guess but it depends how you do them like how you yeah like i mean you, you you need to you need to be careful how you do it because there's that whole thing of uh you know kind of d- destroying your like if you want to sample a Feirouz track and you're doing it just on the basis of trying to be you know exactly. cultural appropriate exactly. like, that's kind of that's cheesy. what i was gonna I've say i've covered Feirouz by the way yeah i yeah, know i've, I've seen, seen that, that. Yeah. i've seen that but you were talking about like sampling and there's sometimes people certain people especially from this region they try to sample certain classical artists for the sake of sampling and then it yeah, for the sake of it's gonna get me yeah. this, and it's gonna be, rather oh. than artistically, wow, this fits into yeah. what I'm trying like to do. Like the name Fairuz would look yeah, so yeah, nice like on I my don't song. Wanna, like, uh, no. Just do it just for the sake of it, you yeah. know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. 
No, it needs to fit. Like if it doesn't fit, fit, like I wouldn't use it. But uh, no, I, I guess I will find a way. Maybe sing in Arabic or. No, you know that's the difference between good music and bad music. It's when someone does it for the sake of the art itself versus for the clout or the money or the or the or the. That's the line, and like, you can hear the line. And it's best represented. It. It's better presented in like American hip hop when you have like we spoke about ones like Dr. Dre or Kanye West when they sample like certain soul or jazz tunes yeah yeah there's not there's nothing haram to yeah. sample you know everything. <laughs> they do it like in a good way Fayrouz, whatever you can sample anything but just sample it because because you have to sample it to make this piece of music the way it has to be and you i know, think joe you can agree that in like mainstream music now everybody's just sampling for the sake of sampling like they take something and they just throw it in the song to make it sound good that i sampled and then people are like oh my god this guy's a great producer oh mainstream music i feel like i feel like a dinosaur when i talk about mainstream music. <laughs> we are kind like, of dinosaurs no but like, i actually yeah. feel like a grandpa bro because i'm like these kids these days they don't know what they're talking <laughs> yeah. about yeah. just no that's not the way you're like, like, you're like the grandpa from courage the cowardly dog almost bro yeah, yeah fucking dog <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, uh, so yeah, like it's, I just, I think that the focus of people in music is being derived in the wrong way, you know, like in the, the way I see it now is that it's focused more on the, the non-musical aspect of it. There's the money, there's the, the look, sex, the, the esteem, yeah. the, the, the whatever, like that's, but don't that's you know, you know they've, been, they've, been, they've been doing that for a very long yeah. time. They've been selling I sex for a very long time. Oh, sorry. All right. So <laughs> Nick Jesus Christ, Yeah. <laughs> Sex has been selling for a long time, bro. Of course, of course. But Joe wants to sell because for sex. sex sells. Sex sells in the world. The best, bro. There's a there's a difference between a song like uh, I don't know, like a Virgin, Madonna, and WAP of Cardi B. But back in the day, like a Virgin, like Madonna had the older generation saying, "Fuck, this is disgusting." And have what, you, you know? heard WAP of Cardi? Yes, B? I've heard WAP. But they bro, get somebody that's fifty years old and let them like ask them about how they first interpreted. If someone like that's them. fifty hears WAP, they will die of but a heart attack. If someone was fifty heard like a virgin, they'd be like, "This is blasphemy." Throw I, saw, I saw a TikTok <laughs> of like uh, a mom reacting to. Joe loves TikTok, by the way. <laughs> I saw a TikTok of like a mom reacting to like a girl played the WAP, and she was doing the dance uh, and whatever. No, no, she wasn't doing. She was oh. like. She was just traumatized. She was just traumatized by it. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't like these no. lyrics. I swear to God, it's it's like describing porn. You know, it's like describing a porn film. Basically, Joe, it's called that's wet funny. ass pussy. Like, if it's not describing <laughs> porn, that's I don't the title like, of that's <laughs> WAP. It's abbreviated. It's it's not about you know Shakespeare's no. like sixth soliloquy. Obviously, it's about bro, it doesn't whatever. have to be that, and it doesn't have to be that. Like this. I don't. I, I wanted. I, I wanted I, to use the word sweet spot, but I think that's like bad wording. No, and I think uh, TikTok is helping spread this cool shit as well, bro. Why are you so against TikTok, bro? Joe hates TikTok, but I, I'm 100 sure if he tries to incorporate his music into TikTok, he's gonna love it. Like I, he, I think he's gonna be a we, none, of, none of us like TikTok. We don't really, but you can't not agree with what TikTok is doing for certain platforms and people. I think you know there's a good and bad in Bikilshi. Especially TikTok, like there's a lot of funny videos. There's you can discover good music, even if it's like become even if it becomes like mainstream, it's still good music. And there's obviously like there's some bad factors about it, but that's like everything. And TikTok, it happens like to blow up and becomes like it becomes very popular. That's why, like you're mentioning such songs. But so no, yeah, it, it is what it is. It is what it, it is. is. It is what it is. It is, it is what it is. Well, so if aliens were to look down at us, seeing people doing these dances and shit, they would 
Well, they do, and they're like, oh, fuck they, that. They would probably think we're not. They <laughs> would probably they, think we're not think advanced that enough. Like, what, what is this person? Or we're using such an advanced form of human trash. <laughs> you're, 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 you're a full believer, and in, in, uh, there are aliens. They are yeah. existing. Okay. Yes, okay. I am. Because you've watched a lot of documentaries, or what is the? Yeah, I've watched documentaries. Bob Lazar, do you see that show? Yeah, Bob Lazar, I, I that, that one was sick. I've also watched his. Uh, uh, Po- uh, podcast on like with Joe Rogan. With Joe Rogan, that one was also sick. Um, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I like. I think he could be speaking like some truth, but it's not about that. Like, I do believe that aliens are real, and I also believe that they visit us. Visited us. I know. I'm sitting next to one right now, so <laughs> I'm sure. But yeah, no. It, it was it Bob? <laughs> was it was it Bob Lazar? There was another one. I think Area 51 or something. No, that's him. Where oh that was it, is that where they interviewed like high military generals who? Oh no, that's, that's called unacknowledged. Unacknowledged, on thank na- you. Yeah, un- un- I've watched on. Have you watched no. on? I've watched the Bob Lazar. There it's was a Bob Lazar dope. documentary. That was on Netflix. Yeah, I've Bro, seen they it. go, they talk to like yeah, yeah, fifty like, people, like ex-military, high-ranking government officials. What's it called again? Who went on account, shown their face, and said this exists, the footage exists, but it's being be- yeah, it's being kept crashes. by the government. You have to be careful with the mic, right? Sorry, sorry, my bad, my bad. <laughs> Uh, and and they basically acknowledge that all this type of shit exists, and that's why like some of these guys have been on Rogan. But do you know that there was like another conspiracy theory that they're talking about that a lot of these UFO sightings, and I saw a documentary about it, were advanced military weapon that the US no, had. No, but that that's also included in the documentary. So they basically say like they the uh, ones about the Soviet, like the propaganda no, trying. Not only Soviet, the US Army like reverse engineered. Reverse the engineered these weapons through the alien, through the UFOs that. And they can use them. I know, sorry, hala, sorry, hala, I know. like for sure, uh, not all UFOs, not UFOs. Like everything we see doesn't have to be like aliens. And there's a lot of like. Yeah, could be a drone. So could be a le- le- drones. There's a lot of drones, and especially like now that the U. I don't want to say US, but like governments, they have access to this stuff, so I think they like doesn't have like doesn't doesn't have to be aliens, but I do believe that. There's aliens, and back in the 70s and 80s, there was a lot of uh, no, the, still till today. The thing yeah, is, till, yeah, what, what you were saying, what you, he was like, I was saying, you know, there was a conspiracy that the U.S. used to film, uh, f- uh, pay people to film. film. <laughs> That's <laughs> what you Pay people to film like certain things and be like, these are aliens, these are aliens. You wanted to cite them, but they were just advanced weapons that they're using against the USSR. But apparently, in the documentary, they were able to build these weapons because through reverse uh, USSR. Know that the American government was basically using these weapons in a, in case, like they're advanced weapons, in case the USSR ah. was to invade. And they used to go pay people, tell them, keep, uh, keep watching because aliens are going to come. And they would hypnotize people in thinking these are aliens. Whereas 30 years oh, later, they shit. told these people that these are actually weapons that we were testing. Really? Yeah. We needed Jamie to pull this off. <laughs> <laughs> I saw this on Joe Rogan, there's by also, the way. There's also, it's also in the documentary you talked about. And uh, no, they're going to, like, at some point, the the government is gonna fake like an alien attack so so they can be scared of the actual aliens mm. that's like another side maybe with theory. the government that's like then. towards the end of 2020 yeah. after everything that just happened it's this like fear mongering it's like <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah i would honestly let them fucking attack <laughs> we have nothing to do with this jesus christ let them first start with lebanon bro i, I, I wish let I them wish. really first start with lebanon people who follow you and people who like you are international it's not just lebanese people yeah so from like, all over i have like people from russia from uh, no i think number one is U- the us okay then maybe russia brazil turkey yeah 
yeah. Do they like? That's the thing. Do they understand where you come from? Because you don't respectfully look like a stereotypical Lebanese yeah. or an Arab. You don't look yeah. stereotypically Arab. You know what I mean? I don't. And do they understand where you come from? At first, no, they don't. Like I get a lot, a lot. Like I get this question, like a lot. No, where are you from? Why do you speak Russian? Why do you speak French? Why do you speak English? Or why do you, why do you speak Arabic? Arabic, yeah. And yeah, I'm does it piss you off or is it no, like, no, no? It's like mm. it's, it's like funny. Edu- that educate yourselves, children. Like, no, I guess I'm like a lot. For example, in the U.S., they only got to learn two languages, like the uh, that's English like an accomplishment. One and a half. One and Spanish. Mm. Oh yeah, that's like, like a in, pull, in Lebanon. Yeah. I got to learn English, French, and uh, Arabic. Uh, Arabic. <laughs> <laughs> my first language. One. And through my mom, I learned Russian. Mm. And I've I have sang like you know Ghanet because of. No, several uh, ter- I've uh. sang in Turkish, uh, Spanish, sang Italian, Turkish. French. Uh, I think I've yeah in seven languages. Yeah. What school did you go to here in Lebanon? Uh, I okay in Hadat when I was still in Beirut. I went to um, I don't know what it's called. Uh, it was well, you Rahbe. loved it. it was you Rahbe. clearly enjoyed ah, your time. <laughs> <laughs> I was like four or five. Okay. Like it was like a boarding school kind of. No, no, Rahbet, Rahbet. 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 Uh, I went to another school. It was called Lycée Pascal. How was it like growing up here? Because I can imagine you being a, you know, a good-looking guy playing instruments, trying to go into music. Were people a bit, you know, Made well, honestly, like, no, I like at first, like, not a lot of people believe. Like, I wasn't that good at singing. Not a lot of people believed in me, or but like, my friends did. But like at first, an hour I didn't have many friends. I just had like my my close friends that supported me, and I didn't have like a following or anything. So I, I at first like I really hated like living here because I felt like there is no opportunities for someone like me. But I think there is, you no. Know, we ju- you just have to build a community for that, for people to. Like you have to find these specific people mm. to support you here. People of the same interests. I always yeah. say that, man. I it's really hard to find that, but you can you can do. But it. when you do, when you do find these people here, they are the best people you'll ever meet. And I'm not trying to be cheesy or anything, but for sure, you feel so inclusive, man. You might find uh, a larger pool of people to pick from in the UK or the US or the West in general, yeah. but when you find the ones we're talking about here unbeatable and even like just by doing this podcast you've had the chance to think not necessarily just in music but like just people who just want to pursue what they do and don't give a fuck about what people think about them like i think for all of us here it was very refreshing to see so many people in lebanon that have the I same didn't know, yeah I yeah didn't know. I, I never yeah, thought people like this i think it's like the, co- the podcast idea is amazing like honestly thank you man honestly and we, what you're doing is is obviously amazing as well and we were just lucky to get to meet people who are trying to do cool shit. Because I'll be completely honest with you, we were not maybe as much as the most pessimistic people, but we were of the ilk that um, 
oh, this guy's trying to go into music. Oh, this guy's trying to be an actor. Oh, haha. You know, there was a bit of that peer pressure. The Lebanese mentality, basically. Yeah. The stereotypical one. And we shit on that a lot, so I don't want to get too into yeah. that because we do really try to stress We've on We've spoken that. about it. Yeah. But I will also say the flip side, like you were talking about, finding, the, like, did you have a lot of people? Or was it only two, three? Or was there, like, a bigger support group? Um, I had, like, no, like, my bet two or three best friends or three best friends they've always supported me uh i never i've never experienced hate to be honest like but when i was in school for example like i don't want to say bully but like they used to kind of make fun of the idea even if they were friends like oh like on the youtube channel with like nazel covers it's like actually like used to hear from people in school that people like would make fun of my covers or something and like I admit, like I wasn't good at first, but I've been practicing for a long time, and I know like I've gotten better. So all these like negative um, point of views, like ha- they have, ch- like they've changed completely, and now people are are like, oh, you're like <laughs> those same people, cool. those same people. Some of them, yeah. Some, some, yeah. Uh. I don't know about the other people because yeah. I'm having. When did the, rea- did the reaction change when you were like applying for visas, trying to go abroad? And no, no, uh, when I I went on Arabs Got Talent. True, I yes, saw we that. Did see I that. saw yeah. that. Yeah. We did see that. We I did went see on that. Arabs Got Talent <laughs> and. Uh, How old are you when you went on Arabs Got Talent? I went when I was 16, and it was aired when I was like, it wasn't like 2017 when it was aired, and people were like, "Oh, you're so cool," and people started like. It was po- after that post- moment. Okay. Yeah. Posting it on uh, stories. Wait, so, so tell us about that. So how did you go? How did you get to Arabs Got Talent? Give us the story. <laughs> I was in Kuwait. Okay. And I was really bored. And my Good. friend tells me from Lebanon that um, there's like Arabs Got Talent auditions, and she knew that I like I sing. She was like, "Why don't you like audition for it?" And at that time, I like I didn't have friends in Kuwait, so I was like, okay, this is like the perfect opportunity to go to Lebanon and see my friends, like, and because the auditions are in uh, in uh, Lebanon. So I apply for the pre auditions in Kuwait. I get accepted, and then they fly me out to Lebanon. I go with my mom. I see my friends for a day, and. Um, yeah, I just uh, I I cut my hair like a day, like <laughs> mission day. I had the like ten hours before the audition. I had long hair, and I cut them like uh, ten hours before the audition. And I just went. I got like two yeses and one no. Who was the yes? Sharmuta. Who gave me the no? No, who gave me the no? No, it was Najwa Karam. Oh. Najwa, are you listening? Who were the judges? Who were the judges? Uh, Ali, and. Um, what was his name? The the who was Khaliji? What was his name? Yeah, yeah, You're asking, yeah I, f- I forgot know. his name. Besides, yeah. so she gave you, she gave you the no. Okay. <laughs> yeah, she she was like, I know, I I love your voice, you know, like all this stuff. But so you can get better. I'm gonna say no. I, I like I respect it. I, I still respect it to this day. Like I, I really don't so, care. About that's that. a weird. That's a weird flex, though. Mm-hmm. Like, no, that's a weird. Wait, wait, wait. No, no. Like I get, I get it. I get what she did. She could have said I, yes. Exactly. I get why she did what she did. I mean, but 
that's not how I would have done it. If he's I was a kid, dude. Like, come know? on. Like, yeah, he's a very I would, talented 16-year-old. Exactly. And you have to think about it. He's 16 years old going for the not, first time like, on the stage, good, man. I was good. Like, I was all right, but I was still not as good as I am now. But, so but maybe, you saw your video yesterday, to be honest, that Arabs got talent on. And I was like, holy shit. Like, you have, like, it's you know, so it's fucking nerve-wracking, man. You're sitting in front of a big stage. Yeah, I was, I was really nervous. Yeah, like, I, can, I, I can imagine, man. And you performed very well, honestly. Like, I was surprised. They put the one minute. They didn't put the whole thing. Yeah, they didn't put, they didn't the, put, put the whole thing. thing. I was surprised that. I thought that they accepted I always wanted to know what goes into... Because, uh, you know, when we were kids, we were watching American Idol and the X Factor and shit. Like, how... The fact that you did it mentally, what do you do going up? Do you just say, okay, I'm going to block out everyone in the audience? Or, like, what's that mental preparation to... You know, no, perform. honestly, like you just <laughs> you smoke God. a lot of weed before. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. God, please let me perform their song okay. right. I don't want. I don't want to fuck up like in the middle of the song and play a wrong chord or like sing the wrong or, or even forget the lyrics. Because even if you know the like kill she's a hafaza, like there's a sl a small chance if you think about it, because it's like in your it's a muscle memory basically. Brain like when freeze. I know most of the time when I'm performing, it's like muscle memory, and I like it's just the emotions. I like uh, I sing the like the notes with my emotions, but the muscle memory. So if you think about it, and heck it shway, it kind of like it trips your, you. trip it, yourself out, yeah. Yeah, and you can like forget the lyrics, and then you fuck it up. So I, I'm glad I didn't fuck up yeah. there. But two yeses was a uh, you still hey, two yeses one no you passed you yeah, passed. yeah I passed and you then passed. the quarterfinals yeah. uh, it was um, it wasn't live it was they just the quarterfinals are basically you know they pick pick out the people and I didn't get how do they pick the people they just like through their auditions you know they pick like forty people or something did that eat you up no because uh, also I know damn it I wasn't like I didn't want to win. Michelle, no, I didn't want to. Win. I knew, wanna, like, no. I didn't. Like, I don't care if I win. Like, I knew I wasn't gonna win. Gonna win. Nice. The fact that I you like got that. there was like a huge success in your eyes, I guess. Yeah, it was good. Like, I got some exposure, not too much, but like it was good enough. A good start, I'm sure. At 16, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, like, yeah it was enough. And but like YouTube is what. What's blew? What's what blew you up? Yeah, yeah. YouTube is Fair. the. My dad, you know, was like focus on your school. And then you focus on your mu music. And I was like, I know, I'm going to be honest, I didn't really give a shit about school at the time. I still passed and everything. But then I'm a son, I would go out on the weekends, spend too much time like going out with friends. I wouldn't study. And then I like, understand my dad, like why he wants me to finish school. And I did like pass school. And I used to go busking like um, nice. in Hamra. Nice. Oh, no Khan. way. Yeah, nice. I used to like sing on the streets. Okay, nice. And uh, we might have seen them, maybe. Yeah, we could have. We, <laughs> we could have probably. We, we were to the country. We were probably. There's like footage of that somewhere. And yeah, so he just wanted me like to finish school and then like do whatever you want. Look, I'll be honest with you. If you're willing to go busking in Hamra, you have as much drive as anyone else. Yeah, Sarah. <laughs> I was 16, and, and it was thanks to my friend, yeah. Murshid. He sees this shout out, out. Shout out, shout out, Murshid. Murshid, we love you, man. Uh, he kind of like encouraged me because like I wasn't like con not confident, but like I had some like anxiety about about it, and like I don't want to sing on the streets. It's Lebanon, especially in Lebanon. Yeah, you get punched. Who the fuck like sings on the on the streets of Hamra? Like if you're good, like usually in the West, if somebody's singing and he's good, they take a video of him. And Lebanon, they take a video of him and make fun of him after. Like like it was. Never, no one ever 
like made fun of me when I was singing on the streets. Like most of the time, it was positive that's, for some that's reason. Great. No, like, no, I would get stares like. What yeah. is this guy doing? Because people were putting uh, were putting like money, money yeah. and stuff like. Yeah. No, but I can see that. I can because we like to you know obviously point like a fucking critical finger, but I can see a lot, especially in Hamra, because Hamra is quite a creative place. And and all these I can see people actually being like, "Fuck, you know, I respect this guy's drive and his talent and everything." So yeah, no, definitely. And I have a hypothetical for you. Would you rather basically get to the top of your industry, become obviously super famous and sell a lot of records and be this kind of huge superstar? Or would you rather stick to your kind of artistic integrity? You know what I mean like that? Like, you get to a point where you're trying to include a bit of Arab sound, a bit of Lebanese sound into you, and your producer and your label are like, no, that doesn't sell. Hmm... That's a, that's a tricky question. I mean, that's right. You guys are gonna fuck I with me about that question. I saw <laughs> you making eye contact. Take this. I do wanna go all the way in. Like, mm. if I, if I'm gonna like become famous or like very popular, you're like yeah, I I don't mind that at all. Like that's what I like. That's basically what I'm do. Why I'm doing music. I, I wanna spread a message. I want m- my music to inspire other people, just the way other artists have. I want to travel the world and perform my music. Uh, but I think, you know, if you're that, like, icon, for example, oh, and, like, this, like, huge army behind you, I think the label would trust you, especially now. Like, I don't want to be in a position where my label doesn't doesn't let me do what I want. Like, even before, like, we start negotiating, like, music cre- creativity is, like, the main thing you should have as an artist. So you don't want to sacrifice the things that are true to you just to get ahead, essentially. Well, I don't want to do like something that I don't want to do, basically. But I think if you're this person, let's say Kanye West, I think he can do whatever the fuck he wants. Mm. Now. He's, re- he's, he's, now, he's now. reached a point. 20 got, years ago, no, probably not. He got but that, he got to know? this point by being authentic, I would say. Yeah. Yes, yeah. he did. Yeah. Come in. He's a yeah. rare case, yeah. by the way. Usually they fall uh, into it. Kendrick no, Lamar is another one. Yes. Kendrick Lamar is another one who's yeah. got to the top. Remember the labels, yani, kullun, bad. No, of course not. At the same time, no, there's not. good people in record labels. Not all of them are shady mm. and like... Akeed, of course. That's like you've seen, because you hear so many examples. There's so many examples. Yeah, yeah, of course, so many examples. My God, bro, and they I don't used to be, show us. I, of course, I don't want to be the typical like yeah. pop artist that mm. I know. sells out. Uh, no, yeah, like, yeah. oh yeah, do like, yeah, we, you, we write the song, you just sing it. No, I want to perform my own music. I want to have my own. Uh, no, if I, you guys are gonna help it. me, then help me. But if you guys want to take full creative power, yeah, no. then fuck, fuck off. off. Yeah, yeah no. good. You should stick with that mentality. Yeah. By the yeah. way, because it's gonna trust me on this. It'll backfire. Not that I'm Quincy Jones or anyone trying to act like I have so much experience, <laughs> but from movies <laughs> and series, <laughs> from all the movies I've watched. If if you do grow to a certain point, there will come a time where people might try oh, really? and alter your. Vi- you can both suck a dick. There might be a, be a time. I promise you, and just try to remember that because it's going to be very easy when people throw dollar signs and and titles and. Yeah, Ryan won't throw around dollar signs. Yeah. Ask him. He controls the black market anyway. For the honest, 
And uh, for your 750k YouTube <coughs> subscribers and your 100k plus, and for all these people, you have way too many social media numbers, by the way. <laughs> uh, going forward, is there anything they can look forward to? Anything coming out? Uh, Any big plans for 2021, 2022? More good music. Uh, hopefully touring uh, once this uh, corona sh is over. Uh, yeah, traveling, maybe like just doing, like meeting the fans, being, inter interacting more with the fans and stuff. And yeah, yeah, music for sure. Music. Music. Speaking of music, speaking of music, we're going to make some music right now. Like good <laughs> ass music. Yes, 100%. Maro, thank you so much, man. It's a pleasure, bro. Thank you for listening to this episode. Please make sure to like, follow, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Anrami, Spotify, Instagram, Facebook, and I'm a Sabal. Thank you. Also, we'd love your feedback, so please DM us on Instagram at fauda2020.